We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. Three days away, Ole Miss and Alabama, 2.30 CBS the station and start time for that one. So we'll discuss some football today, um, leftover topics from uh, yesterday, and a few other things as the morning rolls on. Hope all of you are uh, are well. If you're coming into town this weekend, stop into the Blue Sky location right there on Highway 6 West in Oxford coming into town. And every time you make a purchase, you get an opportunity, but you got to take advantage of it, to sign up, have a chance to win an official Ole Miss game day football jersey, it's right there, two to give away the rest of the year, Alabama and Mississippi State. So if you come in on Thursday, come in town today, Friday. I know people are already kind of coming in today. I saw multiple people doing that for a uh, not really a long weekend if you come in on Wednesday. You're just here for a while. So, uh, again, stop in. Blue Sky there on Highway 6. Get a lunch special. And while you are at it, sign up for a football jersey. And, again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662. <clears throat> Boy, the voice is gone. 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He will send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop it around. You can do what I've done four times now. Probably about to do it another time fairly soon. Um, that's hop into a Clark Ford. You'll love the service. You'll love the product. 662 662- Two five seven nineteen hundred. Our guest will join uh, this week on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square is a uh, great place for your uh, Christmas party, holiday party. Um, they can accommodate parties of ten to five hundred people. Great food with a Cajun flair, holiday drinks, and a festive atmosphere. Call Genie six zero one eight four two zero nine four eight to request a catering menu and reserve a date. A little bit of a um, correction. I was wrong on that. That season episode for baseball is tomorrow night at 7. Way to not go. Tonight. I was sitting there I all know. night hitting refresh. It is not ESPN. tonight. It is tomorrow at I'm, 7 o'clock. I can't. I'll not never today. get that night back. 
Yeah, I was. I was. Thanks for nothing. I was wrong enough that I even posted on the board for like ten minutes and came back and go, "Yeah, I, I'm completely wrong." You've got I, my number. You could have called and told I me. Could have. I got it really mixed. Yeah. Anyway, um, so it was fine. I think Mike confused people too last night because he did the Christmas tree lighting thing downtown, and he was like, "Yeah, we get to see the thing tomorrow night." It's like it's a private show, and not but like people are going to ask me again. It's Wednesday. It's like no, it, it's Thursday, Mike. It's Thursday when the public can see the this season is, is, is when it is. So they've been put up more teasers. They're there, but it's, I think it's like an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. But anyway, it's, uh, it's there. Uh, if you're in Tupelo tomorrow, I'm at Reed's at noon for a book signing. So if you're in that area, um, stop on in for, uh, for that as well. Um, all right, I guess I'll get into it. I don't know. I'm a little scatterbrained this morning. Um, not exactly overly sharp, but it's fine. We're, we're how late well, you stay up? Almost. 1030, 1040, yeah, I don't know, something like that. I, I Honestly, I kind of stopped watching. I was sort of just on my phone. Like, I was I was not paying attention to much at that point. I was just, to the point, I kind of had the realization, like, I was talking to a couple people, and I was like, it's it's time to go to bed. Like, you're going to be up in seven yeah. hours, six hours, whatever it's going to be. Like, go, go, go ahead and, and, and call it at that point. So, I sort of quit, I kind of lost interest in it quicker than I thought I would. And by about 1030, I was done. And haven't even turned it on this morning. I read Wall Street Journal real quick. That was about it. Is that it? Yeah. Heard from some people, obviously. If you have too. You've been in one of the texts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An interesting, frankly, an interesting night. There's a lot to be taken from it. I know we're not going to do it here much, but, I mean, there's, there was one, cl- two clear winners. One was Ron DeSantis, and the other, frankly, was Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, I mean, people are coming here for politics, but I told you, I mean, it's fascinating the point that we might even, I think in the next couple of weeks, might even just do a separate show on it because I wouldn't mind talking about some of it, but I know it's not right now, three days before Ole Miss in Alabama to the point that I'm trying to figure out what to do about the board having the threads that it currently has this morning. I think you need to merge a few of them into yeah. one. Well, I think, um, I do think one thing, just when you see this much of it, it is what people are talking about. It's what my pushback on people like move it all. It's like, well. I get it, and yet on the other hand, when you sell community, and that's what we sell on rebelgrove.com, where the price is inflation-proof, um, that's what people are talking about. The goal has always been to talk about mostly whatever you want, just talk about it here. That's the the, 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 the deal there. So, yeah, yeah I mean, look, I, I told you, we've lost the ability to campaign and to accept campaigns appropriately or correctly or the way that we always have in positive ways that actually win elections. Um, both sides. That's not, yeah, not yeah. about one side. Um, so, yeah, it's it's. We've also it's turned politics into a team sport. Oh, yeah, 100%. You cheer for the laundry. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. We've turned it into the Florida-Georgia game. Mm-hmm. Nope, I'm for the Gators. Yeah, blue uniforms and red uniforms, and here we go. Yeah, and, and, and you go, and, and that's not great for the public discourse. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought two things. That, and just got to be quick, and then we'll move on. I, I think, obviously, Roe v. Wade had a tremendous impact on the election. Mm-hmm. And then I just believe this, and people push back on me because the guy is so polarizing, but the fact that he is so polarizing – I think Trump's presence out there, 
I think it I think it scares the left, it motivates the left, and they get turnout. And they vote against, they vote straight Democrat. And does and it turns the right into even more of a crap show. And then the other thing, I guess yeah. I only had two, but I have one more. And I'm be, I'm, it's when you're running some of the candidates that we're running, when you're offering people, so here's your choice. You can have this stale bologna sandwich or you can have this stale molded bread with some turkey. Mm-hmm. Which would you like? Well, neither is all that exciting. So we do that a lot. Herschel Walker, Raphael Warnock. Yeah. That's your choice? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. And then so the other the, the one that's interesting is you look at the numbers that Ron DeSantis posted in Florida. Look at what he did in Miami, Miami-Dade County, and whoa. Mm-hmm. If you're the Republican Party, I think you have to look at that and go, he's probably the horse we should ride. Yeah. But his polling numbers against Trump are not good. All right. So anyway. Yeah, so we'll talk about it, but not here. Um, I got one for you. Throw this at you. And I, I did not think about this. Until buddy of ours um, texted me last night, admitted he was kind of drunk when he sent it to me, but that it was something he had been thinking about anyway. We were talking about Alabama and its machine, and feeling like there was some some issues and some gears out of place this year with them, as they have a couple losses, could have more. And I know they played, they made the playoff, played the title last year, all that kind of stuff, and they, they they had a hell of a year. But he pointed out, in some ways, was the first crack because I didn't think about this, but he, he's right. The and it, Lane changed the dynamic for Bama a little bit, where they were completely locked in on Ole Miss last year. Completely, I mean that was a that was a mauling where they got Alabama's full attention in that game off the top. And the next week, A and M played well, but Bama was flat against the Aggies last week. And I mean that that, that in that game, yeah. You don't. That's what we had not seen from Saban. In some ways, was that the very first sign that they got up for an Ole Miss game and then fell flat the next week? Because we always compliment them on week after week, exactly the same. Yeah. They weren't exactly the same during that two week period. No, and they haven't been good on the road since. I, I don't. I don't know. I was, did a radio show in Montgomery this morning, and they asked me my thoughts on Alabama from afar and I don't know. I'm, I'm not ready to declare the dynasty dead. No, 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 you no. Know, like I said, they can win the national title next year. Okay, sure. sure. They look a little different. I had a mailbag question. Has Saban lost a step? I don't know. But for the first time you think, well, maybe doesn't look as composed on the sideline as it used to. Uh, they don't. They're not as disciplined as they no. have been in the past. Um, they're not robotic. How much of that is him? How much of that is the changing landscape? How much of that is the impact that Kirby Smart has had on their program? Because if you think about it, Kirby's probably got what six, seven, eight kids on the Georgia team that Alabama really wanted. Maybe, sure. maybe yeah, more yeah. than that. Yeah, more than that, well, probably. Okay, we'll take six or seven of the best Georgia players and put them on Alabama. And how good are they? They're better. They're not just better, they're dominant again. And so he doesn't have the talent base that he's had. They're still incredibly talented. Because he had much more of a monopoly on the Southeast. Until Kirby. Yeah. That's it, Kirby. And now you have the portal, you have NIL. The playing field gets leveled a little bit, just a little bit. 
and you see it. Like today, I, I taped an interview yesterday with Mike Griffith. It'll air on Thursday night. You guys do not want to miss it. It was the best. Chase will watch it or listen to it. Maybe he will disagree. In the, say, we, 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 Neil has touted this since, since he sent the file yesterday. It's, in it's, the 10 years we've been doing this show, I think it's the best guest appearance we've ever had. And maybe I'm missing something that just isn't coming into my mind. It's better than Dan Wilkin. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was better than that. Probably not as anticipated as that, but better. Okay. Um, but, you know, I asked him, I said, is Georgia the favorite? And he gave me this really good long answer about how Georgia's nowhere near as good as LSU 2019. As Alabama 2020. As Georgia last year. Yeah, as Georgia last year. But he said, but they probably are the prohibitive favorite because they're just better than everybody else. It's the washing machine. Really? Yep. Is that different? I mean, look, it's probably my luck because I thought to myself. I mean, we've done this from this spot for a long time. it, It currently sounds like there is a group of Apache helicopters overhead. And that's possible. Okay. Um, I mean... Although Owen sent out one tweet last night. Okay. Just one. You're probably okay. I'm o- I mean, I'm okay. <laughs> um, What's in it? That's a great question. And a I body? I'm it's, <laughs> it's possible that Laura is test, testing something. Okay. Go ahead. Maybe Sorry. she's got a mannequin in there. All right. So my mama, what go it ahead. would be like right. if she shoved right. me in the in the Okay. Thing. Go ahead. Sorry. So if I'm not here on Friday. Um, but he was talking about how. There is no prohibit. There is no second clear-cut team. Ohio State looks good. Michigan's good. Michigan's good. Teams are good. There's no great team. We've leveled the playing field a lot to the point where a 12-team playoff, frankly, would be a lot of fun. Because if in a 12-team playoff, there will be the year, I think. I think this is the year that you would look at it and go, you know what? I think Georgia's going to make the final, but I don't know who the other team's going to be. Where it's kind of like a baseball playoff where, hey, the Phillies got hot and won the National League. Well, in some ways, it's what we were talking about with the NFL yesterday, is that there's no one dominant team. Everybody can kind of beat everybody. The scores are sort of close. Yeah, I mean, Georgia is not this monster that everybody is completely scared of. I mean, for God's sake, Missouri was a possession or two from winning the football game. Uh Uh-huh. Yet... We're weird as fans because I'm doing it in the NFL. People are doing college going, hey, it's kind of a down year. We only think it's down because there's not like some superpower. Why do we need the superpower to dictate the season? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if LSU 19 is running through everybody, you're going, God, we're watching greatness. Yeah, but they're just, it's preordained. They're just beating the hell out of everyone. Like, yeah. Okay. There was an accomplishment when people played them close. Yeah. That's why when you said Instead that about, of the intrigue now, it's like you said that about the NFL the other day, and I kind of thought, "What? This has been awesome." You turn on the games. And I you, do think it's perceived quarterback play. I do think that's where it yeah, falls down, and to. it could be. But yeah. like for me, I've watched it, and I'm thoroughly entertained because almost every game is undecided. Sure. As opposed to college football, where frankly, you kind of know who's going to win most of the time until this year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's reflected in our pick records. Because as much as we make fun of our picks and all that stuff, and I made a lot of fun of my picks this week, but we've always done pretty well. Yeah. We're all like, you're barely over 500. Yeah. 
Barely. And Jeffrey and I are barely under 500. We won't talk about Brian here, bless his heart. But we normally all do better than that. Yeah. It's because this is one of the first years that things are a little more unpredictable. Why we typically it? could ride two good teams and two bad teams, and they would win and lose every week. Yeah. And we go, okay, well, that's 4-0, and and then we'll see what the rest goes. So there appears to be the presence of parity this year. And some of that is the COVID year. Teams, Some of the older teams are a little better. Some of that is the transfer portal. Guys like Lane Kiffin have been able to plug uh, weaknesses and fix them. Um, some of that is NIL. It's just there's a lot there. Speaking of uh, Georgia, Missouri, it and Ralph Russo, who we both like, writes for the AP. He mentioned broken system, and obviously we can delve into that. We're not going to do it right now. But did you see Drinkwitz's new contract? It's going to push him to six million. Yeah, Gabe was talking to me about it. Six million for Elijah Drinkwitz. Because look, here's what's crazy about that: is it just shows you the mass amount of money involved in this that's essentially a monopoly money because that is, and again Lane's, I won't read it out loud but I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I want to laugh at it again because okay. Gabe, Gabe sent me a very funny text last so night. he thought this was a little extreme as well is that how we would for, categorize that let's see yeah uh, Drinkwitz is going to make more than six million dollars a year yes he is 15 and 17 overall. Yes. 10 and 14 on the SEC. Yes. Um, yeah, he he uses some words. Does he? Yeah. It's pretty well, interesting. What I'm getting at is What's that, the buyout on this? I don't know. know. Missouri paying a guy $6 million that's under 500. We discuss what that program can be because – Look, that's only again. Lane's going to make a lot more money, but at the moment, that is one point two million dollars less than Lane Kiffin is currently making at Ole Miss. And we can sort of squint a little bit and go, "Yeah, Ole Miss getting the playoff. They could I mean Ole Miss won a national title. They've been whatever, whatever." There is under no circumstance where you can convince me that Missouri is going to ever win a national title. No, I get they were close ten years ago. This ain't ten years ago. No, um, I don't. In, in, I, in today's I, climate, I'm out. I don't see how they get there. So. Are we getting into, is this the college, I'll, I'll go to break, I'll let you ponder this, come back. Are we getting into the college football version of the NFL and how the mediocre quarterback and we convince themselves it's better for the program? Because in the NFL, we pay all these quarterbacks that have no chance of winning the damn Super Bowl. But, hey, he's just maybe good enough that if we squint a little and we do a little and, hey, he's going to be good in the regular season, it's the Andy Dalton corollary when he was with the Bengals. Really, really good. Well, Maybe it's Kirk Cousins now. I don't know. Call it whoever you want to call it. Are we not doing that with head coaches where if he sort of kind of wins and we look a little sideways, we're going to pay you 5 or $6 million? Or is this just market rate? What the hell is going on? So we can debate this on the other side, but my initial reaction to that is, well, in the NFL, you can question the sanity of that because if you're not winning, you're better off losing. Sure. In college, if you're not winning, you're better off being respectable being competitive because Missouri's never going to get the first pick in the draft. So if they view him as a path to respectability and to, hey, when I say that, I mean, well, some people will come to the games. We're good enough that people will show up. We're good enough that the alumni aren't embarrassed. 
we're good enough that people aren't completely checked out. That's better than the alternative. If we just suck, we can't win big, but maybe this prevents us from losing big. Okay, let me think about it. It's a, we're going to embrace mediocrity here for financial reasons. As opposed to in the NFL, if you're eight and nine, like, dude, what are you doing? Go lose. Go lose. If you're in the NBA, like, the worst thing you can be is, hey, we're on the cusp of the play in. No, no, no. You want Wimbanyama. Go lose. Tank the whole thing. Hey, every time Shea Gildas Alexander goes for 37 points, I'm like, he needs to sit. But it doesn't work like that in college. So if you can't win big, mediocrity is better than the other. All right, let me think about it. Podcast brought to you in part by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. To figure prescriptions the same day each month, take care of you, whether it be Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or GNM. You can transfer your medications to them very easily. You make one call, and they take care of the rest. They also offer MedSync. Figure your prescription to um, pull. I mean, do individual doses for those who need that extra step. So, again, that's 662-236-2222. Uh, we're brought to you by Walk-Ons. I'm going to apologize to our advertisers now. I'm going to keep these pretty tight today. Um, I will make it up to you down your the road. Your voice is kind of going. My voice, and I have several shows left to do today, so I've got to save a little bit of voice here. Uh, Walk-Ons puts everything they've got into bringing you game day, taste of Louisiana. They've got... 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit them in Oxford or Ridgeland. Uh, they sponsor Pete's Pigskin Preview, which we're going to tape tonight. We really appreciate them. We're going to have an MPW Digital uh, post-game show on Saturday evening. It's brought to you by Dead Soxy. We appreciate them, too. It's deadsoxy.com. Promo code REBELGROVE. Get 25% off. Uh, the College Corner is your one-stop Rebel shop. they got two locations in the Jackson area. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com. And you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, they sponsor the Davison Igbenosan Show, among other things. They're awesome to us. Please be awesome to them as the holiday season rolls around. Speaking of, uh, The Rogue sponsored several of our shows, Peyton Chatney, uh, Mason Brooks, uh, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson, or therogue.com. They've been delivering fine men's clothing for 55-plus years. So check them out at therogue.com. Uh, while the hand-raised guys... It's going to be pre-recorded. Lots of guests: Mike Griffith, Ryan Brown, um, Parker Fleming, Ben Mintz. There's a lot there. It's, you're going to be a great show. I think you're going to really like it. It's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, uh, call Comer six six two eight zero one one seven seven seven. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call the people at Southern six six two four two nine forty four twenty nine. Uh, A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. Shop now at A-Stock.bid A-Stock or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. And we're brought to you by Solutions Rx. Go to SolutionsRx.com. Enter the uh, promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. They've got great supplements, vitamins, all sorts of stuff. I've been using it. Helped me get through uh, a pretty demanding football season from a reporting and, and um, I guess, podcasting standpoint. It's helped me a bunch. It will help you as well. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Six different flavors right there to your door. The lemon crack pepper, the signature, the Louisiana shrimp bowl, 
and more. They also have available their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp. It's a lot like what's at the uh, grocery store, except a higher-quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. That's primeshrimp.com. Use code MPW for $20 off your first order in fewer than 10 minutes. Freezer to plate, and they deliver it right to your door. Money-back guarantees, and they ship it quickly. So, again, that is primeshrimp.com. Code MPW. Yeah, like, because basically most American men, you can use that Solutions RX, like fish oil, pretty much every damn body ought to be taking it in America these days. Yeah. So you can get that from them, too. I've been taking that from them. Um, okay, I mean, in a way, sure. I mean, I get seven and five is better than three and nine, but mm-hmm. three and nine at least allows for a reset. But I mean. Can you get, who are you getting? If I tell you today, Eli Drinkwitz, okay, let's do this thought exercise. Let's sure. play the game. Eli Drinkwitz decides today, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I don't like it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it wearing black and yellow. I just want to go be an accountant. Who are you hiring? At Missouri. And are you going to have to pay them $6 million too? Okay. Well, look, the first name that comes to mind if I'm them is Hugh Freeze. Sure. What's Hugh Freeze going to want from Missouri? He might not come for six million. He's making five at Liberty. Is yes? He is it that much? Deal. Yes. Thought it was like no. He's making five. Thought it was like million. three and a half. No, is it he five? just got a raise, five million dollars at Liberty. There's no pressure at Liberty. He just beat Arkansas. He'll live off that for three years. And hell, he's the morally sound one there. He can stay there for a long time. <laughs> That's a good point. I did campaign for you for the Auburn job today on Montgomery Radio. Did so. you? Did it work? I'm, I made a compelling argument. It's who I'd hire. Did they buy it? Yeah. Okay. No, I think it'd be a really good hire. Um, the fact that they're not just doing it is stunning to me. I mean, it's so, it's well, the right season's there. season's not over. It's true. Maybe they are doing it. Maybe they are. Good point. <sighs> so who are you hiring? If Hugh Freeze says no, who are you hiring at Missouri? Luke Fickle's not giving you the time of day. Is Matt Campbell leaving Iowa State for Missouri? No. So who are you hiring? You can go back to the Sun Belt and hire Jamie Chadwell or somebody. Okay. Um, is, is he changing the game? Maybe. Is it certainty? Who are you getting? Are you losing donation dollars because you're just telling everybody we are a seven-win program and that is what we are? Well, I know they're in the same division as Kentucky, but if you announce that, hey, what we're trying to do is sort of be Kentucky West. We have a much better chance, and there's more interest in basketball. Well, then winning basketball, you suck in that too. Well, they're trying. Well, they, they've gone out and put a better roster together. Well, I know they just started with the new coach. Okay. He's actually off to a pretty good start. All right. This is him, Gates. Yeah, off, Dennis off, Gates. Off to a good start. I keep getting it mixed up which new coach is from is where because they all kind of came from the same sort of programs. So I've had a hard time figuring out which coaches and Golden's yeah. at Florida. Golden's at Florida. The Murray guys at LSU. Yeah, he's doing well. Yeah, he's he's put it, that's been fairly remarkable. Yeah, um, Gates. Because I think I think the message that's been sent down there is, hey, you know that NCAA thing? Don't worry about it. It's all just just do your thing. Be cool for like I don't know six months. And then go for it. Or don't be overly stupid. Yeah, just be cool. Yeah. Don't be Kentucky. Just yeah. You're not Kentucky it. yet. You're not Arkansas right now. But, hey, give it a minute. 
there was nobody. I mean, I remember when they had the coaching fire stuff, the coaching turnovers. The Athletic did that story on the one walk-on that was left because yeah. he was the only roster member on LSU's team at that yeah. point, was the computer science major or whatever he was. He would just show up and dribble. Yeah, the guy at South Carolina, too. I forgot that. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but it's here's the problem with it. Is Willie, that, someone says Willie Fritz. Willie Fritz is in his 60s. Yeah. He's not, you know. Yeah, come on. I mean, this is fun, but no. The, okay, here's the deal. So you go hire Jeff Levy? I mean, what's he doing? Is he a sure thing? You go hire Kendall Bryles? Sure thing? You think Missouri is one of the few schools in the Power Five that is not, to some level, head coach dependent on their success level? Because college football is a head coach sport more than it is a program sport inside tiers. But you believe Missouri simply does not have the resources to jump tiers, no yeah. matter who their coach yeah, is. Because here's the thing: I actually think Drinkwitz is okay. He's fine, but he's okay. I can name I can name worse coaches. He also is gets picked apart more because he didn't do a ton before this. Like his his sample size was so small, where he just inherited that team at App State and he won with them. But okay, great, sweet, whatever. I mean, look, they could go hire John Summerall, and John might win. Kane would take it. They could hire Kane Womack. I, I think he'd take it. Here's the thing. It's interesting. Some of those guys would go, hmm, do I do this? They could hire Gus Malzahn, yes. Hire Gus. But Gus is Drinkwitz. Same dude. Is he a better coach, or has he just been at better programs? He's been at better programs. You don't think he's actually better? I think they're identical. Okay. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, I don't think Drinkwitz is madly in love with Missouri either, so it's kind of a, hey, this works. Um, We'll pretend to like each other sometimes and go on. Joe Joseph asking, is K-State a better football job than Missouri? Ooh. No, um, no, because Missouri's in the SEC. Yeah, Missouri's a better job. Kansas State is a great program at knowing, at knowing exactly who they are. They are, and they have an identity. They hire people to follow that identity because Kansas State has a lane, and they have to win in that lane. Yeah, and they stay in that lane. I mean, they are a they are a less productive, lower class thing of when Wisconsin had it rolling, and they knew exactly who they were, and we're going to do this, and that's what they are, and that's that's what Kansas State is. But no, Missouri has a higher ceiling than. than Kansas All right, so let me State. bring this home. Let's play the game for a minute. Sure, we haven't done it yet. I think it's worth doing. Okay. In a world where Lane Kippen leaves for Keith Carter, where's your job today? What do you? How do you? How do you go about? In amidst all of the, you're like, oh shit, go get the bourbon. Yeah, I need more I think, sodium. I think, in my I think that would lead you to go raid my bourbon stash again. Go ahead, keep going. In a world where Lane leaves, you're okay. Ole Miss. You're paying your coach seven and a half million dollars a year. Lane's taken Ole Miss to an access bowl. Hugh Freeze took Ole Miss to an access bowl twice. I mean, Lane could be on the cusp of doing it twice. Who do you hire? What do you, what route do you go? Are you going established head coach? Are you going with the big money and trying to say, hey, none of we're 
This is who we are today. What do you do? Because it's, listen, I wrote this in 10 Thoughts the other day. In a world where that happens, I saw Keith the other day. He was very nice. He's probably not feeling all that great about me at this very moment as I say this. He and uh, Glenn Boyce are on the clock. As are their legacies for what that's worth. What route, what route do you go? Well, look, you hire an established head coach. By the way, you're in, hey, along these lines, yeah. I asked <clears throat> Mike Griffith, who does Georgia hire if Kirby Smart just says, you know what, I've done it, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Wait till you hear his answer. Blow you away. It's not it wasn't Lan- Dan Lanning. It's then. not Dan Lanning and it wasn't Lane Kiffin. Go ahead. Okay. You hire an established head coach. You're paying seven to eight million dollars a year, and you're you you you've, you've been to three access bowls in seven years or whatever the hell it is. You're set up potentially a fourth this year. You've won ten games, all that stuff. The advice, and he doesn't care what I think, but the advice you give Keith is: look, nobody's going to be Lane Kiffin. Mm-mm. You can't. It, it's like when Vin Scully retired. The next guy can't be Vin Scully. You can't. Go. We're going to go find the next boisterous, outgoing guy who, or at least on social media, who seems like Lincoln. No, 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 no. You hire an established coach that can rally in IL dollars, who has some track record of doing it at a high level, um, because you have an established wing program, and frankly, who can keep your roster together in today's world where there's going to be raids all over the damn place. Those are the, those are the three most important things, and you have to fight against breaking up with the blonde and going for the brunette and going completely the opposite of Lane Kiffin, too. You can't – it can't just necessarily – if it's the best coach, great, but you can't automatically be this nose to the grindstone we're going to find the guy who is working 19 hours a day with the Golden Retriever and the 2.7. You know what I mean? Like, that's not really – just – you're an SEC program. You have a lot of money. Just go find the best coach for the job, period. They're, they're – there's going to be a certain sticker shock whenever Lane leaves, whether it be in two months or ten years. That it's kind of funny you have to put that caveat on it every time, but we, I feel like we have to put that caveat I think you on have it to, every sure. time. Is whenever it is, because I can't sit here and and, and the next guy is not going to be Lane Kiffin. I mean, no right. matter what, and there's no. going to be a lot of fans that go, "God, we're dead," because Lane left us, and you see him. It's why. For my sanity in our job, you hope that it is to the Indianapolis Colts, not the Auburn Tigers. Where. Yeah. Suddenly, they end up showing damn Colts games in Mississippi because everybody's rooting for Lane Kiffin. That's a different deal than if he's over here coaching on the Plains. Yeah. So, it's just a little. It's that. Yeah. It's it's just run the program and realize that Ole Miss has been to Access Bowls with two of their last three coaches. Yeah. And their last two coaches who weren't hired as an interim first through all sorts of hell and chaos. Yeah. So just run a normal search. Calm down. Chill. Yeah. And you got a lot of capital because you got Lane Kiffin. So sure. while Keith and Boyce are on the clock, if this happens. Big time. They are. Big time. But they also are coming from a position of strength. Oh, no question about it. It's not, oh, I've got to get this right or I'm like I've no. got to save my legacy. No, no, you're you're up here. Oh, I didn't mean it negatively. Yeah. You just gotta stay. I here. just meant you you know, you can't when the when the locals go, Hey, you know, we brought to bring back Nope. Nope. You don't have to bring anybody back. Go hire the right guy. Don't have to have ties. You don't have to make sure Archie and them are good. Hire the best guy. Run your program. You know what you know what it looks like to be a winner. 
do it. Okay, so building off that, what is – because we talk about this. By the Eric, way, isn't this weird? Will Muschamp's name is in this thread. Yeah. I had a dream about Will Muschamp last night. Will Muschamp was in my dream. Did he, he go, was boom. Sitting, he was sitting at a table watching a, a weather uh, thing. Really? Yeah. And then his Weather. Wa- weather. And then his wife went by in a bicycle and almost got run over by a car. What? That was in my dream last night. It was really bizarre. Didn't she know Miss Grant? I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. I I don't know her, but yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I was glad she didn't get hit. The car stopped. I was worried for a second. Really? Yeah. Okay, so we do, every program has certain identities and things and all that kind of stuff. Whenever this coaching search happens, now we're in 12 years. What is Ole Miss's identity? What is their what what is their resume? What is the blueprint for what this program is? Um, I think it's more of a national brand than people think. Um, I think it's fun. It's light, if you will. Um, it's yeah. There was once where it kind of needed to be offense dependent. It doesn't need to be offense dependent. No. no. That's fine. Yeah. And however. Look, people here like winning. People liked offense when you weren't winning because if you're going to lose, let's score a lot of points in losing. But they'd rather win. So you go, yeah. you go hire a winner and say, hey, keep winning. Yeah. I mean, you know, like my list would be – I'd call Luke Fickle. I'd call Matt Campbell. I'd call Dave Aranda. I would go after those kinds of people. I actually don't think Matt Campbell wins in the SEC. He might not. I don't like him down here. He might not. I'm not as big on the whole you have to have Southern ties. I don't I, mean that. I yeah. mean the fact that he comes out publicly against Corda Pay and Kid. Like, yeah, shut up. Yeah, no, that, I, that I, would be a disqualifier. I'm out. That would be a disqualifier. Yeah. Um. But I'm going after people that have won. I'm not, I'm not getting hung up on region because I don't know that it matters. Um, and I don't hire a coordinator, no matter what. No, no, no. I, I wanna, it's got to be a dude. It's got to be a guy who's been a head coach. Yeah. I got to have somebody who's run the program day in, day out. Yeah. Kyle, I didn't mean to miss you earlier. He says, uh, do you think part of Alabama's issue is that they're running out of Kiffin Sark talent and the O'Brien talent is showing up? Quote, uh, question mark, recruiting matters. Thanks for the super chat there. Well, that's what we talked about earlier. I mean, yeah, Kirby's taking some dudes. I mean, A&M's taking some dudes. Sure. Yeah, if you were dudes, you're not as good. Um, and no, no, and, and offensively, no, I forgot about A and and you're right. So you, so let's say, let's say Jimbo has taken and he has five dudes that would otherwise be at Alabama. Well, suddenly, that's half your lineup. And Kirby's taken seven or eight. Well, it's twelve to thirteen. Do the math. And yes, Alabama is nowhere near as talented at wide receiver, whether that be recruiting misses or evaluation errors. I don't know. I don't know their team well enough to know that, but. No, they, they do not scare you from a wide receiver standpoint. And frankly, they don't scare you at running back if it wasn't for a Georgia Tech transfer. They get credit for it. But sure. it wasn't like it's all homegrown oh, up the same way it's been for a decade. No, they're different now. And your no, quarterback's hurt. They're different now. They're not as dominant all through the secondary. Eli Ricks has been a little bit of a disappointment. The matchup from an X and O standpoint that if you're Ole Miss. It's problematic as hell. Is, is yes. that, that defensive line against your offensive line, especially on the edges, where they're so talented and you're so raw, is if you told me, hey, watch one. In fact, I'm going to put my binoculars on it from play one. How do they handle Anderson, Turner, those guys? 
Because if Ole Miss can hold up on the edges, hey, it's anybody's ball game. If they can't, it's going to be a problem. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. After the scripting gets done. Now, Wayne's first scripted drive or two, I expect to see. I expect to see a Picasso, and Picasso. it's so critical. It's it, need, need score. you got to score. You got to score. If I win the toss, I want the ball. Yeah, I want the ball. Let's go. You score. would rather have the ball than get two for one. Yeah, I want the ball. Do you? Yeah, I think so. You don't want to chase. I don't want to risk chasing because if they score and I don't score and then they score again, it's a little funky. Yeah, I mean, you know what that stadium would turn into. Frankly, that's the part of the 2014 game that Hugh doesn't get enough credit for. Is that's true. They fell behind. Then the, the, got missed, the, bad the call. missed call that resulted in a touchdown. They were down 14-3 at the half. Yeah. And to come back and do what they did in the third quarter, that was a hell of a hell of an accomplishment. They hit the big pass to Sanders, and it kind of got everybody back up. And when it's Sanders, it was Vince yeah, down the middle. Threw it to Treadwell to score, I think. I can't remember all the stuff. But anyway, regardless, yeah. they, they – <laughs> To come back in that game the way that they did was an accomplishment. Because if you remember, the stadium kind of got quiet second quarter. We remember the end. I also remember the middle. People were like, oh, no, here we go again. The referees got us. Because it, I mean, ooh, ooh. I remember telling you, I remember saying to you, God, I dread next week. And you were like, why? And I said, because it's going to be about officiating. The whole show. Every show. 
mean, overcame a hell of a critical. It would have been wrong. It was terrible. 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 Terrible call. I mean, that was worse than the Shea Hodge high heel game. Um, oh yeah, because that was a close, close call. Yeah, it was the wrong call, but it was a close. But you could call. see how they missed it. Yeah, it was actually kind of scary. Um, I was there. Are you? Mm-hmm. Well, that was one of the games. Why are you covering that game? I was writing the column for Alabama. In 07? Mm. Oh, yeah. It was 07. Yeah, I was there. Was Mobile, it? Mobile sent me as the columnist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was Oxford, Tuscaloosa, Oxford, the three games O against them. Probably it was a sign. That was, was Saban's <laughs> first year or second? First. First. In fact, that was a sign that things were. I remember writing it down. You're sending me to Oxford? And I realized they were sending me to Oxford because they knew I'd stay with my parents. I'd save some money. Oh. And I brought up in my interview, not interview, but my evaluation that year. So we seem to be cutting budget a little. What's up? They didn't like that. It's true. Yeah, I was right. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark. N-E-S-P-R-C service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, pro controls, network security, and more. So give them a call for the best internet in Lafayette County, but also parts of Pontotoc and Union Counties for those who did not previously have internet. Again, 662-238-3159. Also brought to you by Hawkeye Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkeye. They'll custom build your building to your specifications. Uh, free delivery and setup within 75 miles of Hawkeye, 662-226-2233. Or go to HawkeyeBuildings.com. Um, Game Changer Patches, uh, the only two-patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. You guys know about it. GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. My guy, uh, Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi, he runs ACS. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. It's ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. If you come into town this weekend, um, stop by Lamont's to get some, some of your Christmas shopping done. 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. Uh, it's the gold standard in fine jewelry. They take great care of you, Alan, and the people there at um, Lamont's are awesome. They'll be awesome to you as well. Lamont'sFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Have a mind on my money tomorrow. It's brought to you by Pinnacle. Based in Madison, Mississippi. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N-Wealth.com. been talking about the road to Boise on McCready and Siski. The road to Boise made much easier in terms of logistics by our guy, John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. All you got to do is give him some parameters, give him a budget, and he just takes care of the rest. It's much easier than planning it on your own. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Podcast is brought to you by Style Assembly. Style Assembly just off the square in Oxford next to Blind Pig. They can help you ladies and the ladies in your life with their fall needs, no matter the budget, size, or occasion. Style Assembly here to help you assemble your style, celebrate the Rebs this weekend, or just to come in as the seasons are changing. It's finally going to get cold. They're offering some big incentives to Rebel Grove. Subscribers and podcast listeners only now until the end of Thanksgiving or the end of November that you can win a $250 gift card to shop at Style Assembly. No purchase necessary. Do me a favor. When you're in town, just stop in. 
I asked for Kate, the owner, or I tell one of the sales associates that you came in to check out Style Assembly and what they have to offer. They get to know you. They can help you out with your gifting or styling needs. They've got a great selection of Gooder sunglasses and much more. You can see their social pages. Go to shopstyleassembly.com for more there. You can stop in, have a chance to win a $250 gift certificate with Style Assembly. Did you see uh, Lane's tweet yesterday? I actually kind of laughed. It was Nick's book, or Talty and Nick's book about leadership principles or whatever. <laughs> but everybody, it's what Lane does because he puts Easter eggs in all of his tweet and a lot of his tweets. It's not necessarily about the the thing that it says. Is the book was sitting on a printed page that said Alabama defensive call sheet, <laughs> which was a complete joke two years ago when Alabama accused him of having Alabama's call sheet, which is why Ole Miss scored all of its points. So it was clearly a a made-up, fake Alabama call sheet under Nick Saban's leadership principles book with John Salty. Um, So Lane is in a good mood this week, if nothing else. He's he's, he's fine. Yeah, he's – If Ole Miss pulls it off, will there be any light trolling or nothing but leave him alone? If there's any trolling, it will be the lightest trolling. That's it will ever. not be a. It will not be a Texas A and M week here in uh, in in Oxford. Well, no, look, I mean, in a world where he wins the game, Lane has to really turn his focus oh, Arkansas. to Arkansas because he needs his kids to follow suit. Mm-hmm. He's so, got to practice that. What he tells them, hey, no, everybody's the same. So if he spends Sunday and Monday playing with Alabama, the message that gets sent to his players is, hey, look at what we did. And then before you know it, you're playing in 28-degree weather in northwest Arkansas on a Saturday night against potentially a desperate team. It's a little complicated. Yeah. They're up for you. You're not up for them. You're not quite ready. And next thing you know, what happened against Alabama didn't doesn't help you anymore. I'm looking for that tweet just because it sounds funny. Lane? Yeah. Yeah, it was 16 hours ago. 321 yesterday. Oh, there it is. Yeah. It's just genius. Yeah. Alabama 2022 defensive call sheet. It's just genius. <laughs> I mean, let's <laughs> just. I mean, it's just amazing. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's good. I, I, it's just great. Because like I said, 92% of the people are going to go, oh, the book. And it's like, no, it's not about the book. No, it's not about the book. It's just there. Bye. <laughs> That's fantastic. Nick is the best coach in college football history because of his organization, his ability to get his kids to buy in, his ability to recruit. It's not necessarily about his X's and O's. Has he gotten worse at game management, or is it simply because they are more equal to teams they play more often? I think it's just that. I think it's – I mean, look again. It's a possible because look, Alabama. While we give them tons of credit, they've played a lot of games over the last fifteen years that they essentially just need to show up and have a B minus game, and they are going to win. Not every team can just step on the field and beat Alabama, no matter how they play that day. Yeah, no. I'm... There's only a few games a year they can lose, right? In most years, yeah. I think people have caught them a little. They they get everyone's best shot. Everyone knows who they are. I don't know. And maybe he and again, maybe he's lost a step. I'm just not ready to go there yet. Feels like the kind of words that you get burned on. Sure. 
but he is the best ever. He is the GOAT. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's sure. the best. Sure. He won at LSU. He's won at Alabama. I think he would win. I actually think you could have dropped him at Missouri in his prime and he would have had a shot. Do you? Yeah. Ole Miss stayed at number 11 in the college football playoff rankings, by the way, for anybody who was Oh, curious. did they? Yes. Weren't they 11 last week? Yeah. Too? Okay. Yeah, they're 11. So what would the matchups be if we had a playoff? Oh, I have that. Hold on. I had that pulled up. Here's what a 12-team playoff would look like this week. Okay. Hold on. I'm holding. I'm good. I think there's the rankings. Yeah, Ole Miss at 11. Clemson fell to 10 from 4. Bama's at 9, fell from 6. SC, a little movement. LSU up to 7 from 10. Mm-hmm. Tennessee fell from 1 to 5. Georgia went from three to one. Michigan went from five to three. Ohio State stayed at two. TCU jumped from seven to four. Okay, so Georgia, Michigan, the, current, the, yeah, the Ohio playoff State, TCU right now would get a, would get a buy. Uh, well, you know, you can't get two buys out of the same conference. So, so the winner of their game would get a buy. Yeah. So let's see. That I've clicked the wrong thing. Give me a second. No, you're all right. I know. Here we go. Okay. Your playoff this week would be Georgia with the one seed with a bye, Ohio State the two seed with a bye, TCU with a three seed with a bye, and Oregon the four seed with a bye because they win the Pac-12. Okay. In your first round games, USC would head to Tuscaloosa and play Alabama in an 8-9 game. Sign me up. Watching. The one-dog game, Michigan as a five seed would head to New Orleans and play Tulane. I mean, yeah. Can you imagine how big of a night? Oh, actually, I got these reversed, I guess. The, the top seeds host. It's Alabama at SC, okay. Tulane at Michigan. So Tulane at Michigan's your dog. Yes. Okay. Uh, Ole Miss in Knoxville to play Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, oh, my God. And <laughs> It's just headgear now. That's all. I mean, dude. I mean, I'm wearing a helmet to that game. Lane in Knoxville for a playoff game? And the winner gets a very, very, very beatable TCU team in the second round? That's why I love the playoff. You can convince yourself you're in the semis you win this bad boy. That's why I love the playoff. And then Clemson headed to the other Death Valley and LSU hosting Clemson in a 7-10 game. What was the last one? Clemson at LSU. Yeah, sign me up because I'd, I'd like to actually watch Clemson get boat raced. USC, Alabama winner at Georgia. Michigan, Tulane winner at Oregon. So I get probably Alabama. Georgia. At Georgia. Yeah, you get Michigan, Oregon. Sign me up. Ole Miss or Tennessee at TCU. Yep. And LSU at Ohio State. All day. I mean, that's that, your, and that's your new. That's what I've always said. This that's your New Year's. That's day, your New Year's Day quarterfinal game, and there's not anything resembling a dog in that. That's start out, pour yourself a couple of mimosas, pop some popcorn, and then maybe LSU, Tennessee, LSU, whatever. I mean, old, like whatever. Yeah, I mean, Michigan, Georgia, and a semi. Yeah, it's I mean, great. It's fantastic. It's all good. No no problem at all. And I don't think it's a weaker regular season because you get buys. I don't either. I, I just don't. The buys matter. Of course. 
Well, like Ole Miss in that Tennessee scenario. went from hosting Ole Miss instead of being the one seed and waiting on a winner. Well, let's take Ole Miss. Let's say that. Let's say Ole Miss beats Tennessee, and then goes to TCU and wins. Now you got to. Now you got to play Ohio, Ohio State. State. Or somebody, they only yeah. had to win one game. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're a little banged up. They're not. You you think that matters in the fourth quarter of the national semifinal? I'm guessing it does. So I, oh, you would say, well. Did the regular season matter? hundred percent. Yeah, the regular season really mattered. Home of, team and bye. Because Ohio State. Well, it's in a bowl game. Yeah, now, but, but Ohio State's more rested and fresher than you. Yeah, because they earned it over the course of the regular season. I have not followed this, um, and I haven't read the story from Andy McCullough, who's one of the better beat writers in baseball. Uh, yeah, I'll put this on my list of things I want to read. Yeah, what's up? What is the deal with Houston's management? Why is the owner and James Click Click hate each other? Um, I'm not sure. I, okay. I, I, I know about it. I'm, I'm McCullough. I think is the best baseball writer in the country. Um, I'm so I'm super excited to read this because he'll have stuff. He's great, but I don't know the I don't know the answer. Yeah, Ginger says I speak to her heart when I say poor mimosa. That's kind of my answer to so many things in life. Is let's just fix some mimosa. And you can take my man card. I don't care. Here. Oh, come on, Ginger. You've been in the thread a long time. I'm very aware you don't care about the orange juice. It's straight champagne. There's no – it's a waste of orange juice for – So we have a friend who gave me a, a hack on this. Yes. Because you and I both don't yes. like to consume a ton of sugar. Yeah. Instead of orange juice – Have you tried this yet? I haven't. Okay. Take a fresh orange and just squeeze some of it mm-hmm. into the ju- into the bottom of the – thing and then pour the Prosecco yeah, on. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Says it's lighter, crisper, tastes the Prosecco more, mm-hmm. and it's healthier. You offer me a healthier mimosa? I'm in. in. Yeah, the the lead into this Astros thing is that he is he's about he's about to attend the GM meetings with no clear future. Um they're in discussions but he has uh, his contract has expired or is expiring or whatever, and then it looks like he potentially is on the market. Now he'll have any job offer he would like, I would assume. But yeah, I mean, he rebuilt that roster, took him through the whole cheating thing that he wasn't part of. You know this better than I do. How close are the Yankees to moving on from Cashman? I don't sense that they're close. Really? Yeah, they like okay. him. He's done a good job. They just. They hit the skids for so long this year that they had to spend so much energy fighting at the end. And then they just ran into the Astros. I mean, they were the best team in baseball outside. I mean, I know the Dodgers had the hell of a regular season, but orange flavored simple syrup. Mm. Mm, I don't think so. The new uh, version of the Colts saga that's going on is that Parks Frazier is going to be calling plays on Sunday. He was a quality control analyst like two years ago or last week or something. He's like 30. Uh, he played football at Northeast Community College in Mississippi. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's got some 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 Mississippi ties. I think he played at Murray State after that. Okay. So, yeah, that's his, his, his background. Hey, look, I've never been more interested in a Colts Raiders game than, than Sunday. Oh, I'll give you that. I mean, I'm, I'll watch. Uh, Jeff Saturday's last tweet prior to being named the Colts coach when he thought he was still an analyst was that the Raiders suck, basically. So he gets the Raiders up first now, and they and they plot twist a few days later. But, yeah. 
Georgia Rebel says, y'all some alcoholics. <laughs> I mean, I just put an adjective in front of there as a qualifier. It tells you Ursay, he's not even pretending to do the I don't read stuff. So Kravitz, who's a columnist for the Athletic. Yes. He uh, broke down the press conference and had a lot of takes uh, following the disaster that was the Colts the other day. Yeah. Ursay called him to try to convince him that they were not tanking, that in fact this was a uh, a competitive measure for Indianapolis to be uh, finishing out the regular season. Blast the idea is the quote that was used by The Athletic. Ursay says it's absurd to think to think the Colts are tanking. What else is he going to say? I'm just saying. You know. And maybe they're not tanking. Maybe it's just a PR Roughly thing. 24 hours after the Colts' befuddling press conference Monday night to introduce Jeff, Sat- Jeff Saturday as the interim head coach, owner Jim Ursay called me and Fox 59's Mike Chappell to get a few things off his chest. That's how they call him. Oh, did he ask him to come over? What did he do on the phone? I don't know. I don't know if he did a conference call. I don't know if they hung out and had a mimosa on Ursay's porch. I don't, I don't know. No idea. What do you think Ursay drinks? What's his drink of choice? He feels like the guy to me that passes out the really expensive scotch and wants everybody to think he drinks it, but he drinks like some $42 bourbon when he's actually by himself. Because Indianapolis is kind of this, hey, we just kind of are what you are, town and team and whatever. And Ursay doesn't feel like he fits that necessarily. It feels like everything's a little bit of an act. But I'm in. I'm very, very interested. I just don't see what they have. I mean, just, yeah. he's telling them they can get they can get to nine and seven and get in the playoffs. Okay. I mean, I don't think they can, but sure, sure. Dusty Baker coming back next year for Houston. I'm shocked. No, he won the World Series. He did a he did a good job of not screwing it up. Also, don't know what the argument is here. The World Series drew its second smallest audience ever. But the columnist writing about this says that's not actually not a problem. No idea. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not sure. Not sure what's going on with that. Uh, what are we looking at? Win- winter meetings. Are we talking about Otani? Are we talking about well, the Turner, angels. The angels Carrera? are insisting that Otani will not be traded. Um, so I think they're setting the stage for what I think is going to be some active deals. I think you're going to see. I do think you're going to see some big trades. And then I suspect that they're all going to look at each other and go, hey, because these are the general managers' meetings, right? Yes, that is correct. I think they're all going to look at each other if they're smart and go, hey, when we have the winter meetings in December, we've got to get some stuff done. We've got to get some headlines. We've got to get some juice in our sport. So let's move quickly. Let's have a big trade. Let's not do – Let's not bog down so far into analytics that we get nothing done and the winter meetings are a dud and nobody talks about them. If they're smart, that's what happens. I did not realize Georgetown had lost 21 straight games in basketball prior to last night. I didn't know. Patrick Ewan is their coach. 21 in a row. 21 straight losses? That is correct. Oh, wow. I did not know that. I mean – you would think that'd be a bigger deal that they they had gotten that bad, right? That sport 
has just become so fringe that nobody pays a lot of attention to it until the tournament, and then you're only talking about the teams that are in the tournament. In I mean, this part of the country, we what, what we used to keep up with the Big East. I mean, I remember as a yeah, kid, I mean, I St. John, Syracuse, those teams would play, you're like, I'm watching. And now, I don't notice all that. I mean, listen to this. This is just more bizarre. I know nobody really cares. But the lead to this story is from Myra Metcalf, ESPN. On November 27, 1972, John Thompson Jr. made his coaching debut at Georgetown, where he led the program to the 1984 national title and turned the Hoyas into a college basketball power. On Tuesday, nearly 50 years after Tom Thompson's reign began, Georgetown snapped a 21-game losing streak. Prior to Georgetown's 99-89 overtime win over Coppin State, Ooh. Patrick Ewing's squad had not won a game in 328 days. Ooh. But the win did not come without a fight. Head coach Juan Dixon, the former Maryland star in Coppin State, picked to finish fifth in the MEAC, led Georgetown late in the game, blah, 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 blah. So they're horrid. Apparently. Georgetown. Yeah. I don't know anything about the dynamics of that program. I don't either, but my God. Yeah. You would think there there that would be important. Maybe it's not anymore. Coppin State had also played on Monday night. like So they beat a fifth-place MEAC tired Coppin State team in overtime. On a back-to-back. Yeah. So basically what Myron here is saying is Georgetown still sucks even though they won a game. Yeah. Crazy. They haven't won a Big East game since March 2nd, 2021. Wow. Six players into the transfer portal after last year's struggles. Best team, The team's best player turned pro. Ewing has nine new players. How he still has a job is beyond me, but maybe it's just who you get, what are you doing. I'm See what Blake Henson's playing at Pitt now? Had a good game of the night. Yeah. Uh, Jarkel had a good night for the Wolfpack. Yeah, I saw that. At 17. Sammy Hunter's at Dayton or I Toledo? I don't know. Is he? Somewhere. Is he playing? I don't know. He's on their roster. I can't, I can't remember. Uh, Toledo, I think. Ole Miss's next game is Friday, right? Yeah. Okay. You want to cover it? Mm-hmm. You sure? Hey, listen, I, I got a pass. Do you? I got what time's park. the game? Six o'clock. Got a fancy parking pla- pass for you. Everything. If I'm like 15 minutes late, that all right? I mean, I'm not telling anybody. <laughs> I'm probably going to be 15 okay. minutes late. Podcast brought is to it you. Bad <laughs> that I, is it bad that I went and got a Coors Light and drank it on press row? I think, especially the way that's set up, isn't it perfectly acceptable? I mean, nobody what? said anything to me. I mean, you're not hammered. No, 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 no. I mean, Paris looked at me one time. I mean, don't like, have 11. No, but... I just had one. Because the thought went through my mind, I've got to cover 30 of these. I mean, alcohol is the one way they make money off concessions at the pavilion because they don't really make money off the food. Yeah. So you are benefiting. I was helping. You were. See? You're doing your part. I mean, maybe a part of that went to the Grove Collective. Maybe I helped somebody. You bought a beer that was extra money in the it's coffers? Like, it was eight bucks. There you go. Didn't cost eight bucks to put it in the tap. No, and the, and the service was excellent. She was very, very nice. You're another body that accounts on attendance. I mean... A lot of positives there. Yeah. What? Nothing. Okay. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com, 662-419-9201, or cheese at johnsonhillcreamery.com for 
and email address if you'd like to handle things that way. Also, mark your calendars. Their holiday open house is the Saturday after Thanksgiving, November 26th from 12 to 5. Lots of samples, snacks, refreshments, along with holiday gifts, free gift wrapping, giveaways, pre-orders, and much more. Again, that's 12 to 5, November 26th. That's a Saturday at their shop on White Oak Lane just off Molly Bar. Still time to also get your tailgating packages in if you hurry. That is uh, can be done online at johnsonhillcreamery.com, feeding 10, 20, or 40, depending on whatever you need this weekend for Ole Miss and Alabama. And they deliver your catering directly to your spot on campus. So, again, take part in that. That's johnsonhillcreamery.com, 662-419-9201. Oxford's <clears throat> new Greek restaurant on the square is the perfect place to host your Christmas party. Featuring fabulous food, craft libations, uh, let them host your company party or festive party event. OPA can accommodate up to 200 guests. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. My mailbag is up. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. She sells condos, land, commercial, residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We'll have uh, picks up tomorrow. They're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. ServiceSpecialistLTD.com or call Will, Sydney, or Kelsey at 662-832-5138. Also brought to you by Corinth Dental. Uh, Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile uh, using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. It's CorinthDental.com. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes such as industrial, retail, office, medical, and land. B.B. Mitchell with Pinpoint provides a plethora of commercial real estate services. His core focus is sourcing investment properties for his clients. He takes great detail, uh, great pride in his attention to detail, professionalism, and hard work. For all your commercial real estate needs, call BB at 601-934-5008. And uh, if you're looking to diversify, if you're looking to leave the corporate rat race to gain control of your income and schedule, My Perfect Franchise offers the ability to create income and wealth. Let Andy Ledecky guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. He has tons of franchise and business ownership experience to lean on. If you hate your job, your boss, your pay, you feel stuck, contact Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net. John Cohen announced yesterday with his press conference at Auburn. He's got a lot of quotes in here about everything he's doing to hire a football coach on the Plains and his decision-making process and what Cohen's looking for and what Cohen's going to do in getting that mm-hmm. guy hired. I mean, yeah. really you know, by himself, you know, unilateral decision with no input anywhere. He'll be the guy for, that does it. Cohen do the whole thing. Oh, and he does say at the end here, I'm reading quotes, the 35-year-old version of myself would have stuck my chest out and said this is how it's going to be. The 56-year-old version of John Cohen, don't talk about yourself in third person, says, I want all the information available to me from anyone I can possibly get it from in Auburn and beyond. You think that just meant Jimmy Rain? Is that pretty much what he was saying there? Or we'll, we'll yeah. take all all advice and evidence as it as it comes Jimmy in. Jimmy and a couple of others. Yeah. Carnell with a pretty good uh, quote on trying to ignore people asking him the question because he knows he's not going to be the next Auburn football coach. He says, I can't think beyond this moment. I want to sit in this moment and live in this moment because I never would have dreamed of anything like this. I can't answer that question. This isn't about me. That's what he said. Okay. John Cohen says he has a paper list of 58 items that comprise qualities he wants in an Auburn football coach and things to ask 
the candidates. 58. Not 57, not 59, 58. Train wreck. I think a train's coming. I just don't think it's the train that they think. He's a different train. Oh, there you go. Look at you. He also did the thing that Ole Miss has tried to do in recent years, and it took winning to sort of get there, is he tried to turn the, the Jabba into a positive thing yesterday. Did you see that? No, I did not. Yeah. He like named a bunch of positive qualities and was like, that's Auburn, just Auburn being Auburn or something. I don't know why I followed a little more of his press conference yesterday, but I did. We'll see. No timetable. Don't know what's going to happen when. None of that stuff. But it's all good. It's fine. <clears throat> Have you decided what you're doing in picks? Have you gone that far in your mind? If you, I'm not asking you to reveal it here, but in your mind, do you know where you're going? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, You can convince me of almost anything except for an Ole Miss blowout. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't think the matchup favors a blowout for Ole Miss. No, I, I don't think. I don't. What's a, what would a blowout loss be? More than more than two scores. Okay. Yeah. Forty-one twenty-four. That's a blowout loss. Thirty-eight. Is it bad? Twenty-one. Get you there pretty quick. Oh sure. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I get that for sure, but I don't know. But Cadillac Williams Drew would be in the same spot Matt Luke was in. If Auburn offered him the job, he wouldn't be in a position to go, no, you know, this is probably not great for me long term. He would have to go, this is the only way I'm ever getting this job. I have to take it. Real quick, because you find this fascinating, and I kind of do too. Um, we have nothing else really going on at the moment. Is ESPN, I'm sure they had real reasons for why they have these numbers, uh, projected the contracts for the MLB free agents. Okay. They're projecting Aaron Judge to sign a nine-year, $324 million contract. <sighs> that is a 36 AAV. The problem with that is at the end of that deal, he's 40 years old. He is 30 right now, so yes, he would be 39 years old at the end of that deal. Trey Turner, eight years, $272 million. It's 34 AAV for eight. Yeah, that's about right. Carlos Carrera, eight years, two hundred sixty-five million, thirty-three point one AAV. Do it right now. You would do that for the Cubs at this oh, moment. Today, he's twenty-eight years old. Yeah, absolutely. He, he could be thir my third baseman when he's thirty-six. Xander Bogarts, thirty years old, six years, one hundred sixty-eight million. You know, there's AAV. a rumor with him. What's that? Braves. Really? Yeah. Speaking of twenty-nine-year-old Dansby Swanson, six years, one hundred fifty million. That's twenty-five AAV for. Dansby. Kind of some buzz that Swanson and the Braves are going to part ways. Braves are very concerned that he's going to start declining offensively because he's getting out of his offensive prime years, in their opinion. Yeah, and he chased more this year. Now, it resulted in more power, but he chased. 34-year-old Jacob deGrom, three years, 132 million, 44 AAV. So he's the interesting guy. He's the high-risk, high-reward. Because when he's healthy – my God, he's great. Oh. But he's not always healthy. He's the one that a big market team that has the money. <clears throat> Cubs. Why not? Three years. 
you have the money. If it ends up being bad, it's just three years. I think he can get three at 130, 132, or they can get four at like 150 to 160. It's got to come off the number of that. Yeah, but. I would if, – if I'm negotiating with him, I don't go beyond three years. Mm-hmm. There's just – the odds of him being healthy in four years are not great. Carlos Rodon, five years, $130 million for the 30-year-old. That's 26 AAV. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, Brandon Nemo, five years, 118, 23 and a half. He's 30. And then Justin Verlander, 40 years old on opening mm-hmm. day next year. Do you give him a two-year deal? Two years, 72 million, 36 AAV. Does anyone have it better than Justin Verlander? Anyone <laughs> in the whole world? I mean, you really think if you're like writing down just straight life, whatever, he's like a He's a Mount Rushmore candidate. Yeah, someone goes, okay, look, you the, the answer can't be, no, I like my life, I'm cool. Because that's the politically correct answer. And for most of us, that's the true answer. Yeah, we sure. really wouldn't give our lives up to be somebody else. But if they came down and told you, you must be someone else for the next five years. He's not a bad option. Any on the short list? I'm going to be 40. Which I think is a great age because you kind of aren't stupid anymore. Because he's become a rich man's version of Andy Roddick, which is what we talked about 10 years ago. Yeah. So I'm going to be 40. I'm going to have generational wealth. Still in good shape. Yeah, I still look pretty good. Yet I'm not at that age where I have to be absolutely like a sculpted Greek god at all times, right? Like I don't have to look like DK Metcalf to do my job. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. To, I still get to pitch. Yeah. I just won the Cy Young, so I'm still good. And a World Series. And I go home to Kate, and she seems to genuinely like me. Yeah, she likes him and dogs. That's pretty much it. She's cool, fun. Yeah, I mean, where's the negative? I mean, yeah, there's some nude pics out there on the internet, but I was with Kate in them, so okay, fine, like yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah, like. I mean. There's a lot worse on the internet. Than Somebody that. will give him two years. Yes. Yeah. Someone will give. Is he him trying two. to stay in Houston? I don't think. So. I think the consensus is they'll probably move on. Really? Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. Peace. Well, just they need yeah. to go get another ace. Yeah. They probably need to go younger. And this will be his third team because he's just Tiger Astros, yeah, right? Just Tigers Astros. Uh, Wilson Contreras, three years, forty-five, fifteen AAV for him. A lot of Cardinals talk with him. I mean, look, I love Willie. He's awesome. But Cardinal fans are in for an absolute going from Yadier Molina as a receiver to Wilson Contreras. Now, Wilson can hit, and he is an awesome dude, and he is a great player and a great teammate. But he is not Yadier. Tons of energy, and I love him. Like, we'll forever love him. Even if he's a Cardinal, when he comes up, if I'm at the game, I'm going to stand up and cheer. Because I love Wilson Contreras. But as a receiver, as a framer, that's a fall off. He tries really hard. Does framing still matter? Yeah. Does it? Oh, yeah. You, okay. Everybody's, everybody's still stealing. Everybody's working the edges. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that quarter, yeah. quarter centimeter matters. Until they go robo on. Then it won't. And then it won't. Then attendee, three for 42. 14 for uh, him. Kind of done. I was just looking for anything else that was interesting. Rizzo, two for 34. You give him $17 million a year. 
Uh, yeah. He had a good year in New York. They're projecting one year, $20 million for Kershaw. Yeah, he'll stay in the Dodgers, right? Yeah, sure. Unless he wants to go to Texas and pitch oh. for a year. Yeah, probably not. I don't think that's the thing. Okay, uh, we'll have Jeffrey in the morning. That was, uh, as always, for Thursday. Again, tomorrow night's show pre-recorded, but um, lots of guests. I don't know exactly how we're going to format it yet, but a lot of stuff coming to you on the network, however we decide to uh, to do that. So you'll have that, including the interview Neil mentioned with Mike Griffith here tomorrow night. So uh, stay locked in, rebelgrove.com. More coming there as well. And we'll talk to you again very soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.